Alright, let's do it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Healy in Nashville. Timmy couldn't make it in today, but with us in Sacktown is our passion expert, John Anoshak. How you doing, John? Man, I am fucking passionate right now because I am in emergency lockdown, California. We have coronavirus everywhere. Everybody gets coronavirus. It's the Oprah of the flu. I mean, it's just, you get it, you get it, you get it, you get it. All the white bread, all the eggs, and all the milk off the shelves. So I'm living the life, Max. The sun's very bright out here. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, you know, besides... um. An outbreak in Nashville and a tornado hitting it the other week. But besides that, you know, the city of Nashville itself is doing fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like uh, what, I, what I what I experienced running out to the West Coast for the first time where just every natural disaster just hits you in the face every year. Yep, things are going great right now. <laughs> Stock market's <laughs> looking well. great. It's all good. <laughs> Tom Hanks has coronavirus. Tom Hanks. Everything's wonderful. The only fucking chivalrous actor left in Hollywood. He's got a fucking virus. He's got the virus. We are in the middle of our Lethal Weapon month, which has been red hot. So today we're going to cool down with a nice relaxing mini episode to talk about a particular hairstyle, which is the mullet. Oh, the mullet. You can mm-hmm. see it back in the 80s. And there were there were streams where you could see them just walking down the street and not with somebody, just on their own. It was kind of a Harry <laughs> Potter thing. The mullet picks you. <laughs> that is the moral of the story because everyone that we're going to cover today, they actually don't look bad in the mullet. The folks that we're covering. Now, you had Charlize Theron. She had a mullet at some point and it was not in the early 90s. So I don't know what that was about. But everyone we're talking about today, the mullet chose them. They didn't force it. Mm. I got one. It's not necessarily the best look, but it's a good looking man. That's but all that matters. Get back to the Lethal Weapon too. Martin Riggs in his mullet in the first three Lethal Weapon movies probably raised more positive public awareness for the mullet community than any other pop culture icon, probably. Oh, definitely. But then old Billy Ray Cyrus came into the scene in 1992 and ruined all the fun. By branding the mullet as the international symbol of rednecks and white trash. And sadly, the mullet has never recovered. Oh, Billy. But you know what? He had Miley and, you know, she really drew attention away from the mullet with the the tongue hanging out of your mouth look. Yeah. Uh, he, which was the thing. he did that hip hop song the other, the other year, which was pretty solid. Oh, yeah. With the one artist. That, that was road. fantastic. Yeah, I think that, uh, that definitely took Nashville a step ahead. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. took Billy a step ahead. Yeah, well, it's good to see that the blue bloods are dying off in Nashville to let these kinds of things happen, (laughs) (laughs) to say the least. But you know, so are you throwing Billy out there as one of your as one of your boys? I am not for this list. Nah. Oh no, no. So I'll get into this here right now. I'm going to break down the category. So today we're going to look back at some of the best business in front and party in the back characters by diving into our personal favorite top three mullets in movie history. Hey, that's what it's all There's about. A category. Woo. The inspiration for that movie Critters or whatever it was, where they just ripped your face off. It was a mullet with teeth. So at least on my side, I've broken my three picks down to just like uh, specific categories. One is just like the OG mullet. Another is just that greasy redneck mullet. And then the third one is that I thought you were handsome no matter what, but I was wrong. Kind of mullet. <laughs> So I've gone with the most violent mullet, um, the power mullet and the sinister mullet. 
Mm. So there's definitely a theme mm. there. Um, I, I like, like degrees. I just I I'm just gonna be honest with you, Max. I'm gonna come out and say it. I I don't like to be the boss in the bedroom. <laughs> I like shit to get a little bit dark and for someone to say what time it is and what's going down. And I'm saying, yes, I want fried chicken. 50 shades of mullet, 50 shades, of mullet. all the colors, <laughs> all the shapes, <laughs> all the passion. Woo, man, dude, that shit. And also flown in the wind. There's nothing like it. Mm-mm. And it crossed genders. It Ladies rocked it and men rocked it. I don't think we mentioned a single woman in this one, though, because we are chauvinistic men. Yeah, well, I talked about Charlize's and I didn't think it you looked did. good. I do think that it looks a little bit better on a on a man. But then again, I mean, I like girls with short haircuts. So oh, what can I say? And Charlize also throws mm-hmm. that off, too. And she really melts my butter and floats my butt. <laughs> I'm going to start with mine with the number one pick because... I can visually see the audience just dropping by the minute because who the fuck is going to listen to us talk about mullets for like 30 I mean, minutes? It's a, it's, it's, it's a delve into the history of American fashion. And you know what? Portugal makes our fucking flannel now for Christ's sake. So come on. We're yeah. trendsetters. So my top pick, the number one actor in my heart, starring in the number one movie in our former co-host, Mike Preble's heart. Is Kurt Russell's beautiful golden lion mane in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, my God. Shh. Don't make any loud sound. (laughs) That thing, it just, it floats on air. It's not even like... Beautiful. It it almost moves through the air. It makes the air move through it. It's just this over... It's an omnipotent hairdo. It's like a crown. It really is a crown. I mean, if you were going to do the Lion King on ice again, guess what? You're throwing Kurt Russell out there with a fucking <laughs> wig of a mullet. Come on. <laughs> like, I mean, shit. Speaking of crowns, Kurt, Kurt Russell is the the king of the mullet. Like Tom Selleck or Burt Reynolds is the king of like bushy chest hair and mustaches. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. And you know what? They don't call it chest hair. You know what they really call it? Ask me, mm-hmm. Max. Ask me. What do they call it? Steel wool. Mm. steel wool when it's on the chest dude you can clean a cast iron pan with that shit or as one of our friend bob would say hamburger meat hamburger meat yeah you know he's not on to the it's that's <laughs> no. bad optics you know the brand is just completely misrepresented it's not good it's not <laughs> the good most sell. attractive description of chest hair oh yeah i want to just rub my hands all over your hamburger helper <laughs> like what is it 90 <laughs> seconds in the microwave no no, no, no. You want whatever's going to scrape off the death that you fucking burned on your in your pan the night before. <laughs> By your pan, I mean your vagina. Mm-hmm. And when you say 90 seconds, you mean that's just how long it's going to take? Basically, yeah. I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying I'm a Kama Sutra master, Max. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And the least. Nope. No. Now, this, this specific mullet is my pick, though, because Kurt Russell's mullet is just... It can be so flowy at times that it kind of flirts on the edge of like hockey hair, just mad flow, depending on the movie. Like, you know, Escape from New York and a thing. I mean, Escape from New York, that thing is just perfect. That is just <laughs> A plus flow. It just, you know, sits at all the right angles. And then in um, the thing, I mean, it's just that I think that it is a thing in itself, along with that beard. That doesn't even really, you can't really consider it a mullet when like the beard is as long as the sides of the hair. No, 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 no. And I mean, and specifically to the thing, I mean, if there was something that was naturally repellent to other organisms, it would be that mullet. <laughs> so I feel like, 
I feel like Kurt, like if he were to be infected, it would be like, oh, if we're going after Kurt, it's going to be two-step process here. We have to go, we have to convert Kurt, and then we have to get the mullet. And that's the real fucking problem. You know, it's like, it's naturally water resistant. It has its own like form of photosynthesis to be able to grow. It's a very complex thing to take down. And I don't think the thing was really prepared to deal with Mm -mm. that level of mullet because that didn't exist anywhere else in the universe. And to your point, to steal a a quote from, from Tim, to your point, Max, and he'll laugh at me about this. Excuse me. To your point, Max. (laughs) I think that his mullet is special in the universe in its entirety. I agree. Hmm. I mean, but in big trouble, little China, that thing just takes center stage. Oh he's got like the Elvis hair in the front cropped on the sides. Then he's got the flowing, just it's like back hair titties. It's not even, it's not even a mullet. It's just, it's beautiful. It's just flopping over his shoulder. It's perfection. I'm surprised that his mullet didn't have its own roundhouse kick in that movie. It was probably I mean, insured. Seriously, I mean, dude, if you if you smack somebody with that, it would be like hitting him with a cat of nine tails. I gotta say though, I mean, that movie is it's phenomenal. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. But the hair matches the just the intentionally stupid faces and one liners that he makes in that movie. Oh my god, it is as dumb as he is in that movie. <laughs> in that movie, yeah, because that was probably when he wasn't a straight shooter. These days, I'm sure he goes to mass like three times a week. Just like making up for what happened in the 80s because <laughs> nobody came out of the 80s a saint. I'm just saying. No. No. Neither did that mullet. Although nope. it did escape the 80s. It survived. It's still here today. Didn't he have it in uh, uh, Stargate? No, he had the crew No, cut. that's why it was weird. It was weird to see him without one. He has it so frequently that when he did Stargate, he had the uh, he had the flat top. It was like, God, he looks fucking weird. Like He looks yeah. like a little boy. Yeah, he 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 looks like a minion. I mean, it was yeah. just like God. His chin is so square now. Yeah, his whole fucking head. He's like a big block. <laughs> he's clearly he gonna be the hockey coach that lets us beat Russia in the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, okay, that's my first pick. Go All ahead. right. Well, let me go ahead and unlock my phone so I can pull up the list that I don't remember. Jean Claude Van Damme. So Jean Claude Van Damme, hard target mm-hmm. from the movie Hard Target. From 1993, (laughs) this is going to be my most violent mullet. So I am staring at a picture of Jean-Claude Van Damme standing on a crotch rocket motorcycle with a fucking Uzi (laughs) with this fucking mullet. And it is he's using for the lady listeners. If there is like one out there, he has so much product in his hair because I've done this to myself like where. So I bring him back the cat of nine tails each curl he has like mm, i'd say like 34 and a half curls coming down on the back of his head each single strand makes up his mane of hair and he has so much curl product in there that that would just whiplash and just rip the skin off your face if he decided to headbutt you if you let a match it's gonna explode no and (laughs) i mean and there's also a picture of him biting the head off of a boa constrictor that has nothing to do with the mullet, but (laughs) (laughs) he's also dressed like a janitor in all these pictures. Every single one of them. No, this is what, this is who your mother told you to stay away from. Like in every way, (laughs) except like one with him holding a pistol and he's outside of a car. I I don't know. He looks like a piece of shit, but it's the most violent. He looks like he sells a lot of Coke. Yeah. Yeah. 
but definitely the most violent mullet because we've got him dual wielding pistols, not shooting them, but sparks are flying behind him. We've got him on a motorcycle shooting an Uzi, standing on two feet, and he bit the head off of a fucking boa constrictor with the same fucking thing. So I don't know what to do with this other than just call the fashion police on his ass because, as I said, he has... A solid 43 solid strands of curls coming down the back of his head, and I do not understand how much oil he slicked it back with. God, that is, he looks so wet. In every scene. Just soaked. And half of this was probably in Los Angeles. Like, it, there's no humidity. Good Lord. I think we need to see, we need to do this movie. I'm thinking. Because God, I'm going to be honest, I'm calling this mullet out. Guess what, audience? I haven't seen a fucking second of it. I didn't know this existed <laughs> until I was trying to find the fucking best and slash worst mullets in Hollywood history. Woo! Oh, that Woo! thing is fantastic. Oh, God. God he'd, be, he'd be the hottest boy in the trailer park with that thing. Jesus. He looks like fucking Medusa's nephew. Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, this shit is You bite off enough of her heads and that just pops out. Is that fucking hair? Ah... <laughs> uh, Oh, so what's your number two? I'm curious. Yeah, speaking of trailer trash, yeah, my number two is the, it's going to be the redneck pick. It's going to be the greasy receding on the top and really needs a shampoo in the back mullet of uh, Nick Cage and Con Air. Oh, God. Uh, he he started balding at like age like 19. Yeah. So it's never it's only it's been the only option for him is like retired drummer from like a Metallica cover band. I worked the second at Walmart that in the back. happened, <laughs> but it's okay because you want to know why? Because he's an ex-con, and he's fucking jacked in that movie. Yeah, he is. It really helps with the hair when he got like traps that are like sticking <laughs> over the hair. <laughs> eh, doesn't matter what your fucking head looks like if you can kick everybody's ass. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess I mean that hair is really the main focal point of the entire character. Like you just look at the hair and you know exactly how he's gonna sound. It's like, you know, he's going to have a shitty Alabama accent with that hair. Oh, my God. And which is so funny because he spent a lot of time in Alabama, spent a lot yeah. of money on fireworks. <laughs> and then there was that one little incident that we covered a long time ago from New Orleans. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh, my By God. Way, I check really out our wish... episode. Hmm? Episode 29, where we covered Con Air during last year's Nick Cage March Madness. Fabulous. Fant- fantastic episode. But, uh, you know, I. Do you think uh, when the cops got to him in New Orleans that he was wearing, he had a mullet? Hmm. No, I don't think he did. I so that- he ended up basically getting locked up for the night because of that. Do you think if he had a mullet, Max, it was a loaded question. If he had Ooh. a mullet, that it would have changed the situation? Because I feel like in oh, even the early 2000s that a mullet could get you a little bit from a cop in the deep south where they would just go... Nice. <laughs> you know what? I'll allow it. I'll, I'll allow it this time. Also, the go-to Nick Cage gif has to be the scene in Con Air when Cage is just smiling and his mullet just takes in all the warm sun and breeze. Oh, my God. Uh, that is a go-to. Uh, Beautiful. If you were to explain... if So, that that's the best way to translate what a woman's orgasm looks like to me. <laughs> oh, God. It's just very... It's Con elegant. Air mullet... Yeah, well, just very elegant and it like, you know, like I'm going to make a day of this. I'm going to light some candles, you know, like it's, we're going to make a day of it. As opposed to us, there's nothing great there, but there it's like sunlight, wind, breeze, 
We don't Preceded. sweat. We glisten. You know, like. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my that's my second pick. All right. That's your second one. All right. So the second one I'm going to go with. This is going to be my sinister mullet because of mm. Kiefer Sutherland and Lost Boys of 1987, where. Mm. You know, well, vampires, um, before vampires started sparkling in the sun, they were wearing bleach blonde fucking mullet hybrids with mohawks and just fucking <laughs> ripping faces off, sucking blood and lots of titty fucking. I mean, that's the only way to look at this. <laughs> like nothing, nothing civil about it. Like I'm coming Mad Max motorcycle. You, you're mine. We're focusing on the violation and it's going to be fantastic and you're going to be a vampire in the morning. But guess what? You're going to be sleeping because the sun's up. It is the most sinister mullet that I've seen. I mean, dude, fangs out, titty fucking the whole bit. It's intense. It To, to take it from Paco, it's bananas. <laughs> and just as yellow as bananas. I have not seen a mullet that is this blonde ever, ever. Ever. No. I don't think it exists. I really I, don't. It's it looks like like if Sting and David Bowie like had like a, a some kind of like sacrificial child to the devil, this is what the hair would look like. Yeah, fucked up flipper. Just come baby. Out like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I have to turn out quite right. Let's just give it to the devil. <laughs> By the way, this entire crew though, all their hair. The guy from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, his fucking mullet in that movie too. Dude. Woo! Woo! Something you can just pull on. Oh my God. I mean, like, do you think that that was a thing? Like, do you, do you think that women put up with it back then or did they actually like it? God, I don't fucking know. I want to know like the, the era when like the men took more time in the mirror than the women did. Oh, it's gotta be between. Oh yeah. I say the eighties is probably it. Like eighties, right. all the eighties, all of them. And the early nineties that there was a chance that, uh, yeah. Huh. Dude, that look, the first picture of Kiefer, if you just, if you Google Kiefer Sullivan Lost Boys mullet, that first picture, it just, it just, it screams bite the pillow. I'm going in dry. <laughs> <laughs> bite the pillow. Down. I'm going in dry, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's man. just this next level, weird, bleach, blonde, evil, trench coat, Bang ass motherfucker. Like, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I want to fuck him. <laughs> Five um, o'clock shadow. That is a different color. <laughs> seriously. But I want the teeth. Like, I, I want to know that it happened. I want to remember that it happened so I can regret it. Later. <laughs> like, if I black out, like, I have teeth marks. Like, you know, it was a good night. But I don't need to know the details. <laughs> so that's my number two. That The most sinister mullet, in my opinion. I agree. All right, my last pick. So this is going to be the, um, this is Hugh Jackman and Chappie. I don't know how else to explain it. Oh, this shit. is an ugly fucking mullet. <laughs> Only in South Africa. South Africa. Africa. One of the best looking man, men on the planet. I mean, all the Wolverine hairstyles that should have looked dumb as shit. Still handsome. Lay Miz with like chunks of, the hair, of his hair shaved out. Still handsome. His mullet and Chappie. Sir, you know, you can't be within 100 feet of an elementary school. Uh, no, no. And you really should not because that one, all it does is it's almost so, okay. Audience, imagine that you have a polo shirt, but you cut the, the collar off of the polo shirt just to be able to, to line the back of the neck 
but from the bottom of the hairline down. So it doesn't actually connect with the shirt. It's a reverse fucking collar where you can see skin beneath it. It's disgusting. It looks it like no fucking sense. Oh God. I mean, it's just like, it's like a microfiber brush, like disposable that you use to like, I don't know, fucking clean your devil's driveway. Like otherwise only your gooch. <laughs> like fuck. Like it's, it's, ugh. it's disposable cleaning product. That's what it looks like. It is terrible. I mean, he looked better as Blackbeard, like that shaved head and fucking like Van Dyke beard combo that he had. Like any other look. Well, like even his bangs, like it's, he has, Ugh. and it's intentionally, I think this bad to make, make him so unlikable yeah. and so uncomfortable and remind us how bad white people really are. Like, ah. Especially if you're from South Africa. I mean, every time I see it, like the second you mentioned the list to me earlier, it was just like, oh yeah, it's, it's, I'm going to do Hugh Jackman from Chappie. He's like, ha, ah, ah. <laughs> if you look at it, oh my God. Ah, I've got, what my, are you doing? got 2000 years of Catholic guilt just kicking my ass. Fuck. Like just, ugh. oh, it's so bad. I mean, there's a scene with him. He's got a mullet, a polo, and a fucking lanyard on with a name tag. <laughs> like he's going to a fucking dentist convention or some shit. Like, fuck! Oh, it's so bad. And then you see him on the red carpet in a full fucking suit, almost like clean shaven, just looking fabulous. And you're like, what happened here? Every other look, beautiful man, looks horrific in this movie. Max, he can sing. He can do everything. He, can, he literally can do everything. He is Wolverine. Yeah. The guy can sing and tap dance and then also like deadlift 750 pounds. And grow a fucking better beard than I could ever hope to have in my life. Like, just... Fantastic beard. Terrible mullet. Yeah. Yeah. That was my pick. That? Okay. Well, I'm going to unlock my phone here real quick to look at the list of the people that I don't remember. And how could I forget? I'm going to go just um, get some mouthwash and splash it in my eyes. <laughs> That's about the size we're going. Yeah. Well, you know what, folks? Look out for coronavirus out there. It's there. I mean, one of the cures, mm-hmm. splash some Listerine in your eyes. Or just look at Hugh Jackman's mullet and then it'll just like burn out all the cancer that's in your body. Yeah. Or give you a tan. The UV rays that come off of mm-hmm. that fucking thing alone. It's a win-win. Yep. So my number three, this is the power mullet. Also, the most powerful mullet, and I'm sure everyone's been waiting for it, Chuck Norris. This guy's coming in. (laughs) Chucky, Delta Force, 1986, and basically a solid third of the rest of the movies and TV shows he's done in his life. But, like, this is the power mullet because, remember, it's Chuck Norris. Every joke about how big someone's fucking cock and balls are have been modeled off of the size of Chuck Norris's actual cock and balls. I mean, like the jokes are fucking endless about this guy, but like there's, I've got pictures of him on motorcycles with this mullet blowing in the hair. And there are two machine pistols just fucking welded on to the fucking motorcycle, just driving through the wind in the desert with like arrows pushing on it. And like, just jokes about like, you know, like Chuck Norris doesn't need security software. He is the antivirus. Basically because they discovered that inside of his mullet, similar to the makeup of, sh- of shark skin, that it's naturally repellent to bacteria. So it's a fascinating thing. But unfortunately, <laughs> he cut a lot of it off and you needed to have the full 
like the full thing. He needed to have like 20 years of hair growth to be able to study that phenomenon, but he cut it all off and it's too late because, well, he, he's a Trumper. So what can you do? <laughs> but not everyone's perfect, but uh, the machine pistols, definitely the most dangerous. Most He's got the most dangerous, powerful mullet in fucking Hollywood. It's Chuck Norris. I mean, what's your opinion of it, Max? It's the jacked dad mullet. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's it's old man strength. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, yeah. it looks good in green though. Yeah, it does not hold up with uh, <laughs> Chuck Norris. Fucking he sucks. does fucking suck. I'm sorry. Fucking Chuck Norris. No, he sucks. But the jokes are <laughs> he worth sucks. it. His movies are terrible. No, they are. I remember watching it. He did. He can't act for. He shit. did one movie like way back in the day. Couldn't tell you what it was. I was watching it with my grandfather, and <sighs> he's a terrible shot the entire movie. He doesn't know how to use guns. <laughs> So I was like, and then remembering that like 20 years later, I was like, but it's Chuck Norris. He didn't know how to use a gun. What? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's, you know, it, it, same thing out of dodgeball. Fucking Chuck Norris. We all fucking hate him. At the end of the day, he was great. He's a Trumper now. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's all right. He can still high kick. <laughs> At least he is a legitimate black belt. He's got that going for him. I mean, he fought Bruce Lee. He did fight Bruce Lee. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like, well, you know, uh, I, I shook uh, Sinatra's hand. <laughs> he fought Bruce Lee. It's like, all right, respect, understood. Taking my hat off. It's good. It's fine. But that mullet. If we were gonna, if we were to Photoshop any of like us into an actor, Timmy would definitely be Chuck Norris. Oh my god, A young Chuck Norris. Yeah, Just fucking... insert Tim's face in there. Boom, bam, right there. And he would. But you know what? He would do it better. <laughs> He'd be walking around just like pushing people's faces together, just like, yeah, kiss her, kiss it without a consent. <laughs> you know, like just doing that shit, just walking around. Could you doing imagine that. that mullet looking up at the sky? I'd walk around, I can't see nothing. These are all quotes from Tim, by the way. So everybody tune back in once Tim makes it back. Well, speaking speaking of Timmy too. Um I guess we just have to do the ceremonial. Number one, we'll have to just be Mel Gibson as Riggs, because otherwise Tim would just have a shift fit if we didn't mention that. <laughs> he quit the show. <laughs> He would just quit the show. We actually got that message. If you don't fucking do that, I'm so fucking pissed. (laughs) (laughs) And he does. And I was, as I was telling you today, I have fallen in love with Mel all over again. I feel like we had a nasty divorce and then we met at, you know, working out, doing goat yoga. And you know what? I realized he's probably the most lovable face in Hollywood. He was the nice guy of Hollywood until he, uh, you know, he got pulled over. There's that. And you know what? Uh, America's father also, uh, well, raped everybody. So what can you do? Yeah. Uh, Oh, well, well, I mean, I just, I really wish that wouldn't have happened because now that I'm seeing him, I'm just, I'm so torn and it's not like, uh, well, he's not raping people. So that's good. So I can still have a little bit of a thing in there, but he's anti-Semitic and the, but he's so yeah. cute and cuddly and believable so and lovable and the big eyes and that mullet. Oh my God. I really do think at the end of the day, truly pound for pound out of everyone we've spoken of today, he has the best mullet. Yeah. You know why though? It's because it's, it's not as much product as everybody else. You know, it's, it's more of like, it's, it's his own thing. It's working in wild with, with race. Yeah. Let me survive the outback, mate. He wakes up. Yeah. You know, he wakes up with that mullet and he's like, I'm good. No. Nah, I don't need anything. What's that? 
I just I sleep Me naked. And the mullet are good. I, <laughs> so does my mullet. So does my fucking mullet. You think I put a shower cap on this shit? I've washed it in five years. <laughs> it washes itself. It wa- <laughs> <laughs> That's its own irrigation, built-in irrigation. System. Seriously, either that or you just rub a little bit of gunpowder in there. It's like a dry shampoo. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, anything else you want to cover before we head oh out? Oh my god, I just I I really wish I could like Mel again. Well, there's hope for everybody because they're making a second Passion of the Christ. So Mel's going to have his nice little oh, comeback. What? The resurrection. No. Yeah, that's that's real. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, so like, all right. Yep. So the first one, like, I am not a religious person in the least bit, right? But it was a legitimate historical event if it happened, right? You know, it's and it's kind of like Dan Carlin. It's legitimate if it was if real. If it was real. But like, you know, I've been listening to a lot of the, you know, Dan Carlin's podcast, you know, Hardcore History recently, where he talks mm-hmm. about like folks like, uh, oh, fuck, what are they called? The, the Druids, right? You know, where like when mm-hmm. Julius Caesar and the Romans were hanging out like up in England and the Druids are running around, they're like, oh, well, they know magic and shit. That and, you know, Dan will talk about it, that we know it wasn't real, but everybody thought it was real. Therefore, it influenced the outcome of history. So that's why I was interested and enjoyed that movie, even though that was the biggest boner killer I've ever had in a long time. <laughs> so there's no reason for a second one. Guess what? He died. Guess what? He comes back. Oh, fuck. I don't want to see that. This <laughs> no. is going to be like, yeah, just yeah, the, the passion of the fucking walking dead. Like what? <laughs> so. It's just a zombie movie. Could you imagine if somebody did that where it was like, oh yeah, Jesus coming back to life. No, it's actually, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> oh no, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh Jesus, oh Jesus. <laughs> uh, so to answer your question, Max, no, I don't have anything else I want to cover. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, that'll do it for this week. <laughs> for the hundreds of thousands of shows, in millions of episodes of podcasts, I don't think there's probably ever been a single one that was to, like totally devoted to mullets. So we got that going. We for do us. have that going for us. We really do. Take what you can get. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go cry now. We'll be back next week <laughs> with Lethal Weapon Three. Uh, Timmy's gonna be leading that one, so stay tuned for that. I just get strap in, fuckers. <laughs> we don't know how. Strap the fuck in. It could be. A two-hour episode. It could be a 25-minute episode. We don't know. It's untested waters. And you know what? If it's 25 minutes, it could be really good. If it's two hours, it could also be really good. We don't know what's going to happen. Wild Wild card. card. But you know what? Odds like that in the oil business, I'd be a rich man. So I'm good. Mm -hmm. Except for right now. (laughs) Oil's not doing great. No, not so good. Not so good. Uh, Yeah, it's... uh, Hmm. Ah, ah, it's the world's fucking ending, Max. I yeah, go. On. I mean, at, at some point, all the media is just going to be podcast, just remote because no one's going to be able to film anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shit. Suddenly, we take over. Maybe we will buy. I don't know. I don't want M- MSNBC. They're fucking pinkos. But we could, we could get something. We could buy some fucking thing. I think we should buy MSNBC, and then we'll just change the acronyms to like massive sized. Um, nightly boner killers or something. Yeah, basically. Now, here's the thing. I love Rachel. Massively strong Neanderthal 
Big cock. Oh, wow. Neanderthal DNA in there. You don't know what those look like. They probably had like pleasure studs on them from evolution or something. We don't know. It's probably like cubed. Think about that. Nobody knows cylinder. What a Neanderthal penis looked like. No. No. Maybe it was like a rectangle. It could be. And maybe that was Mm. the perfect way. Maybe it was like an octagon. Hmm. Huh. We'll Maybe know. it had the natural pleasure twist that uh, the condoms always like us to believe that actually make a difference. Ooh, that, that, that's an easy one for the end, too. Just be natural. Ooh, natural. Massi- na- massively sized natural pig cock. Oh, there it is! <laughs> massively sized Woo! natural pig cock! Woo! There we are! Oh. SNBC. Welcome to Massively Sized Natural Big Cucks! Yeah! Do you like naturalizing and stroking your dick while watching a fucking naked weather woman talk about the cold front coming through? Matt TV, MSNBC, massive <laughs> sexual... I don't even remember it anymore. Yeah! <laughs> Who gives a fuck about acronyms? Everybody's got a big dick! Yeah! Stroke it! Okay, so John and I kind of got carried away there and totally forgot the sign-off. So that is the episode. Stay tuned next week for Lethal Weapon 3.